1: Good morning, everybody. Is this the decoupling? More layoffs in the Web3 space. ChatGPT4 is out. And more news and the markets coming up today in Web3. It's Wednesday, March 15, 2023. I just want to say thank you for everyone that is you know, with me through this journey. I know that the format has been all over the place on YouTube and in the podcast. I'm trying to figure out what to do, but what I figured out is that I had millions of listens in podcasts over the past three years with Decrypt. And so they're not doing a daily show. So why would I change the format? You guys wake up every morning and you expect and know what you're going to get from a daily news show. And I'm going to give that to you. So I'm going to try to make the exact same format as I've been doing for the past three years to make sure you get the format that you are accustomed to. And I'm going to cross my fingers and hope that it works on YouTube as well. Now, enough rambling for me. Let's get into those Web3 markets.
0: Here comes the money. Here we go. The money talk. The
1: time is 8.55 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $24,851, down 1.8% in 24. And people are asking, is this the great decou- decoupling? What is the decoupling? Well, a decoupling is when the NASDAQ and the S&P 500 or any of the markets, the traditional markets, move opposite of Bitcoin. Traditionally, Bitcoin would move up and down with the markets. And of course, coupling, a coupled market, would be just that. It moves up and down with the markets. So what we saw is markets go down, Bitcoin go up. Is this the great decoupling? Christopher Green tweeted, You're witnessing the decoupling. Bank stocks implode globally and go to zero. Crypto soar. The Bitcoin Mindset tweeted, The great decoupling is underway. However, Wave's digital asset manager said, I wouldn't say the correlation has broken down. Traders are focused on the idea of decoupling because they're looking for a reason for the space to rally. I would say that even though Bitcoin is up 56% since the start of the year, compared to a 9.6% increase in the Nasdaq and a 2% bump in the S&P 500, we're still pretty correlated. Ethereum still sitting at number two at $1,682, down 1.6% in 24. Teller's number three. Binance is at 310, and USDC is number five. And really quick in some USDC news more than $6.2 billion in U- USDC has been redeemed since Friday, around $1.66 billion minted, bringing the net redemptions to over $4.5 billion. Stephen Jung director of research at The Block Research, said this. Despite Circle turning on redemptions and providing assurance that redemptions will meet the reserves, it seems that like USDC holders are still nervous about the current environment. The single large redemption happened just the other day. $723 million of USDC redeemed for US dollars. And speaking of stable coins, TrueUSD showed that they had around 40% of their reserves or $800 million in Signature Bank. So their peg really hasn't broken. It did fluctuate a little bit. It went down to about 98.9 cents and up a little bit to around $1.01. So, really, not big fluctuations. Stablecoins are obviously supposed to be pegged to the dollar. But even though that 40% of the reserves are locked in Signature Bank, they are pretty stable. Is this good or bad? I think that it's a warning and we have to pay attention to what's happening with that stablecoin because the peg could break. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, Cardano, Matic, Dogecoin, and BUSD. And finally, in some further markets news, Australian Central Bank and Treasury held private meetings with international crypto industry executives, including Coinbase's vice president of international policy. Coinbase's vice president of international policy, Tom Duff Gordon, said, "The Australian Treasury's token mapping exercise is one of the most detailed and thoughtful papers I've seen on the topic, and it sets a strong foundation for their forthcoming draft rules for crypto exchanges and custodians, which we are keen to see later this year. It's great that the industry is able to engage in, in this open and transparent regulatory rulemaking process, and so maybe the United States should adopt uh, open, transparent."
0: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash
1: weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The biggest retail in the world, Amazon, hints that it might get into the NFT game. Speculation about Amazon's plans began as early as last year after uh, Amazon CEO Andy Jassy said that the company might consider selling NFTs. Since then, separate reports have outlined how the company's NFT platform could work. David Broom, the CEO of Orange Comet, said, Having a company like Amazon with a marketplace in the marketplace space not only helps legitimize NFTs, it offers an opportunity to onboard the masses into Web3. The only way to grow in Web3 gaming in NFT digital collectible space is to bring the masses in. Amazon's room and marketplace will help differentiate the crypto exchange like FTX from a blockchain Web3 project. My first thought with all of this is be careful what you wish for. Look, OpenSea, Blur, and other marketplaces exist now. But if you really think that Amazon can get in here and tap, the, tap those billions of dollars or even create more value within the space and they're just going to get a market share, no, they're going to go for market dominance. And so I'm very worried that not only maybe they'll buy up those other com- companies, but I'm more worried not about decentralization and silos that they're going to build within Amazon. Maybe Amazon will not only be The online retailer, the only online retailer for the most part, uh, but also the only online NFT marketplace in the future. New York Financial Regulator said that the decision to close Citizenship Bank had nothing to do with crypto. Look, I promise you, nothing to do with crypto. It cited what it called a significant crisis in confidence in the bank's leadership that occurred over the weekend. As we all know, Barney Frank, uh, one of the pioneers of the landmark uh, regulation for banks, the Dodd-Frank Act, Told CNBC on Monday that I think it was what happened with the regulators is that they want to send a very strong anti-crypto message, and so they close Signature Bank. Obviously, this seems like what something a regulator would say. I mean, nobody's just going to come out and say, "Hey, yeah, I'm targeting your industry because screw you." <laughs> it looks as though uh, there's more to this story. If there are insiders there that want to come talk to me, let me know. Reach out to me at Voice. At today in Web three, we have more layoffs in the space. Meta cut ten thousand employees from its NFT projects. So basically, what they had before was NFTs. You're able to put your NFTs as your profile pictures on Instagram. Uh, They're gonna stop that project. Apparently, nobody was using it. Also, crypto bank Anchorage cuts twenty percent of its staff, or seventy five employees. And finally, today, OpenAI releases GPT four a multimodal AI that claims it's state-of-the-art. GPT-4 is available today for OpenAI's paying users. You have to have G- ChatGPT+. Uh, obviously, there's a usage cap, which is a shame. But what can ChatGPT-4 do that ChatGPT-3 or 3.5 could not do? Well, I'm going to tell you. ChatGPT can create text and accept image and text inputs an improvement over ChatGPT 3.5, its predecessor, which has only accepted text and now performs at a human level, they say. For example, ChatGPT 4 now can pass a simulated bar exam with a score of in the top 10% before ChatGPT 3.5 score was in the bottom 10%, around where I would be. So, is ChatGPT now going to be on human level? Hmm. What are the repercussions of this? I'm not too sure. I don't know if you guys just saw this, but a lot of people are making AI podcasts. You're able to get AI to replicate anybody's voice. I mean, we have saw um, DJs replicate, say, Eminem's voice and put it into their songs. We saw somebody just the other day make the all-in podcast and replicate all four of the voices of the hosts. Uh, I have a buddy uh, who goes at, uh, at Function on uh, Twitter And he makes a daily podcast or he makes a podcast replicating his voice. And so once we get into that human level of intelligence with uh, AI, I think that we're going to have to start asking what is real? What is the truth? I mean, we're already doing that when it comes to media, this is going to take it one more step. My buddy, Chris Barrett, which by the way, congratulations, Chris on over 1700 days in a row of running. (laughs) That's, that's insane. Um, But Chris Barrett tweeted, the pace of AI progress is staggering. We're witnessing a Cambrian explosion of innovation in both AI and Web3, empowering a new generation of builders. That was our show today. I hope everybody enjoyed. Please feel free to reach out, leave comments below, subscribe, like, and let's build this together. I'll see you tomorrow. Until then, happy hodling, everyone.